Hey, you're listening to an Upbeat Rewind featuring Jay Warren on March 11th, 2019. In this episode, I chat with Jay, an alternative R&B artist from Salt Lake City, Utah, who at the time was already killing it on Spotify. Okay, he had millions of listeners and that number has continued to grow because he is still on the path and even setting records. In 2021, he was the first Utah artist to ever hit number one iTunes R&B album charts and he was ranking on Billboard. So continuing to kill it as usual, Jay Warren is just so freaking talented. He's a phenomenal vocalist. His falsetto is incredible. So it's not surprising to me at all that he is just absolutely blowing up in the music scene. Big congrats to him. Uh, also in the studio during this interview was his guitarist, Nate Waite, and my roommate at the time, Jordan Moore, who actually set this whole interview up. So props to him. Without him, we wouldn't have had this awesome conversation uh, in which we talk a lot about pursuing music, how to get started doing what you love, and the importance of going all in on your dream. This episode is absolutely jam-packed with value, but there's also a lot of fun, sarcastic comments and stories, and it's something you're really going to enjoy. So thank you for being here listening. You're listening to an Upbeat Rewind featuring Jay Warren. This is Upbeat with beatboxer, musician, speaker, and show host, Parker K. So this is Upbeats. I'm here with Jay Warren and Nate Waits. Thank you guys so much for being here on the show. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Uh, so let's dive right into it. Uh, this show, I don't know if you're super familiar with it, but it's largely about finding and pursuing your passion and what mm. you love to do. Absolutely. Um, but there, are, there are no such thing as failed musicians, only musicians that gave up. That is an awesome quote. You're I think podcast over, guys. That's it. That's like, it. <laughs> amen. Let's go home. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I figure like who better to ask than a musician who's pursuing music full time. Yeah, man. Because uh, you've definitely gone through all the hardships and lessons and, and you have the mindset for it. And so we could learn a lot for, from you. Uh, but if you could just break down your story, like when you first knew you wanted to pursue music, what inspired that? Yeah, just for go, sure. Go for it. Um, so I, yeah, I've, I've been singing since I was uh, little and I started to take music like seriously, mm -hmm. uh, my senior year of high school growing up from the time I was little until then I was always in like church choirs and school choirs. Um, yeah. I played the violin in fourth grade because the girl I had a crush on played the violin. <laughs> That's awesome. So that was a big motivating factor there. Mm -hmm. uh, and then she moved the next year. So I stopped that. And then, um, <laughs> yeah, I played the trombone in middle school. Um, little fact about me, I can't read music. So I would just memorize parts, parts and then go from there. Um, yeah. And then high school, I, yeah, I did like competing choirs and stuff like that, which was a ton of fun. And then my senior year, uh, I had a friend who played the piano and played guitar yeah. and would write, um, their own songs. Mm -hmm. And this sounds so like savage, but I was like, I think I could write better songs than this. Yeah. So then I like taught myself some chords on the piano mm -hmm. and, uh, locked myself in the house for like a week and learned to play the piano and, um, wrote a song. And then since then it's just kind of been like, Oh, I think I could do this like full time. So let's try it. That's sweet. And yeah. I heard you say you started singing at a really like young age and your yeah. mom thought you sounded like 
Whitney, no, Whitney Houston. So both of my parents are from the Caribbean, and my dad is born and raised in Jamaica. My mom is born in Trinidad and Tobago, mm-hmm. raised in London, and um, my sister and I were born here in the States. Mm-hmm. But growing up, I only knew of two American artists because we listened to a lot of like reggae, calypso, dancehall, soca, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the only American artists that I knew were Michael Jackson and Whitney Houston. And so I learned to sing just trying to copy their voices. Um, and so that song, I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston, yeah. I would like try to sing that at 18 yeah. months old and it didn't didn't sound, my 18 month old version was probably Dude, something crazy. But, I got um, a video I need to show you. Of me? No, not oh. of you. <laughs> I was like, Yo, I knew you how did you find that? that? I knew how? you'd say this, but I haven't done no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my gosh. But this is, I, I just saw this today, so this is crazy. Yeah. Hold this to the mic too, just so. Oh my god! <laughs> your favorite song comes out. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. That girl is so cute. Was, was that you? That was me, that dude. Was- that was me, just out here, <laughs> belting at the top of my lungs. That's so funny. <laughs> that's that's crazy. I literally just saw that today. R.I.P. to all the headphone users that just heard that video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the little kids try to sing to that "I Will Always Love You" song. Oh, that's funny. Um, yeah, that was me, man, at uh, 18 months old, and I haven't mm-hmm. stopped since. That's great. Well, your uh, your range is incredible. Thank you. Um, the falsetto, do, do you think that kind of started with those influences, too, like when you were younger? I think so, because, I mean, like, well, Whitney has an amazing voice, and Michael mm-hmm. has a crazy high voice, and so I yeah. just, like, listening to that music and trying to emulate those sounds, um, I think so. Like, I didn't consciously think about, like, how do I make my falsetto better? Yeah. Um, it just probably as a result of like listening to artists like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then I, I do remember in middle school, like when I started choir, they're like, okay, you're going to sing bass. Um, and I was like, I can't even sing low at all. And so I would like, yeah. try to sing low, but then during rehearsals, I would just sing along like with the sopranos and maybe doing that helped out a little bit. I don't know. But yeah, my falsetto is definitely like, an identifier when it comes to my music. Yeah, that's kind of like the kind of with me with the dubstep drops. <laughs> Dude, that's Op- crazy. Opposite oh levels. My goodness. You're up in the high and I'm down in the low. Dude, we should start a band. It'd be great. <laughs> hey, I'm down. Well, and and I sing too. Um, kind of like you, I copied like other like other artists, and mm-hmm. I don't know how to read music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for me, it was One Republic. I really, Dope. I really love Ryan Tedder's voice. Dude, his so. his voice, his career, his writing. Yep. My gosh, man, he is he's, a he's a talent, dude. He's he's my number one influence. Uh, That's as amazing. far as like chasing music and and doing the dream, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but what advice do you have for people who maybe that are listening that would like to pursue music, who are afraid to make that jump? Yeah, I mean, so I think it's a it's a double edged sword when it comes to pursuing music or really pursuing like any dream. Yeah. I think that you, you have to go number one, you have to go all in. Mm-hmm. I think if you have any sort of reservation or timidness 
timidness about pursuing it, that'll always hold you back because you'll always have that little thought bubble in the back of your head of like, oh, well, I don't know, or oh, maybe not, or mm-hmm. da, 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 whatever it is for you, right, personally. Um, but I think you have to jump all the way in. And for some people, that is a choice that they make. They decide to like leave their work and they decide to, or whatever it is they're doing and just go all in. Mm-hmm. Some people, it just happens like you get fired or you get laid off and you have nothing else to do other than yeah. that one thing. Um, but however you get there, I think you, you have to go all in and decide yeah. that you're going to put all your eggs in that basket and, and absolutely go for it. What was it for you to make um, that choice? It was actually, it was a combination. Like I was getting towards the end of my schooling in like college mm-hmm. and realizing that I was only studying business because everyone around me was. And I realized that I was like not happy with it. Like there was no yeah. way that I was going to be able to go into retirement, um, working like a nine to five job, which didn't fulfill me mm-hmm. and plenty of people that fulfills them. Right. Cause that's the thing that they love to do. But for me, it, there was no way. Yeah. Um, and so I realized late in my schooling that I was like, I can't do this. Um, so fortunately with like this, this support of like my family and my then girlfriend, who's now my wife, Annie, um, they were like transfer schools or like, you know, do, mm-hmm. do what you need to do. Um, so yeah, so then I left school and started studying music or I transferred schools and started studying music and then, um, and then decided to just go all in, like yeah. put all the eggs in that basket and then run with it. And so now we're here talking to you guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that answers like a few of the questions I have. Cause like another one is like more like situational, like say you're a college kid, you've got some serious passion and skill for some music. Um, and you want to start getting those paid gigs and you mm-hmm. want to, you want to get out there. Um, but you're not a reputable artist yet and, sure. and you don't have like that following or recognition. Um, what do you do to get there to like get those gigs? Absolutely. Start. Yep. Just start. Yeah. Start putting stuff out. Absolutely. Yeah. Just start. Like, and let me clarify when I say like all in, I don't mean like do something irresponsible, right? Yeah. Like if you have to provide for your family or if you have obligations that you need to get done, mm-hmm. like don't be reckless and just yeah. like throw it all to the wind, right? That, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. Don't do that. That is not what I mean. Um, dad's got to write a song. Yeah. Right. Like, dad's got to write music. So we're not eating dinner tonight. Um, no, don't do that. Don't do that. But what I mean is like, like mentally be all in, mm-hmm. have, have that as your, your plan A through Z. Um, but speaking to this, this question specifically, yeah. what do you do to get started? Um, you just start, like you just start doing things. Right. Mm -hmm. And so for me, um, I started doing covers. Um, I started playing any show or gig or event that I could, regardless of whether or not it was paying, because I'm a big believer of if your content, whether it's music, art, Mm -hmm. your marketing ability, your, if you're a lawyer, like, I don't know, whatever it is that you do, like if you are, um, good enough at that thing, people will recognize it. And, um, opportunities will just start opening up to you as if like coming out of nowhere kind of. Um, so yeah, I, I think you just, you literally just start and you make music, you play shows, you play events, you start talking to other musicians. If we're talking about music specifically, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, start talking to other musicians that are in your local area 
start tweeting at people who you like and yeah. are um, that you think like you could potentially work with. Mm-hmm. The internet is a fantastic place to like get started. I don't know. There's just I any anyone that says like oh I don't know how to get started. I almost don't believe them because in 2019 where the internet runs everything, there's no way that you can't get started. Nate, what do you have to say about that? You feel really passionate. You no, look no. passionate about it. <laughs> I just, I mean, it, I just adding to what you were saying is that there's in this day and age with the internet and everything, there's really no excuse to why you shouldn't have something out there because you can create a full song with a iPad, you know, you can, so there's a lot you can do. Which, Absolutely. Yeah. So just get started. That's my advice. Yeah. No, that's incredible advice. And when you when you do, it's like God just gives you the opportunities almost because he sees you're doing it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I didn't, I'm like, okay, I'm glad you mentioned God because I didn't know like, all right, can I save God? Like, I don't know. Like some people are like weirded out by religion or spirituality or whatever. Um, yeah, like whatever it is that you believe in, I personally believe in God. Some people believe in the universe. Some people believe in whatever it is. But like whatever that thing is that you believe in, so for me it's God, like if you show God that you want to do this thing and that you want to help people or be a, a positive force or, you know, do something good in the world. Yeah. He'll help you to do that. Like his, his goals are to help everybody else out. And if you can be a force for good, it would make perfect sense to me that like God would want to help you yep. to do that as well. Yeah. Well, and we're all given unique talents and mm-hmm. interests. Right. And, and I think those are God given and, and he wants us to pursue those things and come to earth to achieve like maximum potential. Yeah. And if you're actually trying to do that, he's not going to stop you. <laughs> right. He's right. Help you. The way that you get there might absolutely look way different than what you were planning on. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think that like whatever it is that you want to do, you just have to, you have to do it. Like you have to yeah. show God or the universe that you want to do that thing. And then it'll be, it'll return to back to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's almost unpredictable when it happens absolutely uh, or, or how like for me um again with the beatboxing thing i was really down in the dumps for like at least three years but even more than man that. and i was just like this is not working you know and and um i kind of had one of those last prayer moments where i was like something's got to happen or i'm out you know I'm yeah dude, up. Like, the 11th hour <laughs> yeah. absolutely and uh then I, that week I had a video go viral of me beatboxing with McDonald's cup that wait, that, that's you. That's me, man. <laughs> and the straw. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> You're lying to me right now. That's no, you. That's me, man. <laughs> but it's like over a billion views on, on Facebook. And it's one of those things. God knew that I wanted it. Yo, you know? I'm losing my mind right now. <laughs> I've, I've absolutely without a shot. I know exactly yeah. what video you're, I did not realize that like that was you. <laughs> yeah. Yo, that's crazy. Wait, hold on. Hold on. That would have been in like 2015. Yeah, that it was made in October 2015. I absolutely remember it. That's crazy. That's so <laughs> nuts, dude. Like this one? I totally remember that. <laughs> that's nuts, dude. Dude, mm. shout out to you, man. Thanks. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. But opened so many doors nonetheless, you know. I bet. Um, changed my whole life. Um and it's just because I started and I tried stuff and then I became, it's weird the transition that happened with that because I wanted like 
success with music and YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it didn't happen that way. Instead, I just got thousands of emails of people like, hey, I want you to be a speaker at my event. And so it turned into speaking. Crazy. And then it turned into podcasting. And then it's just like the ball just started rolling. Dude, however it happens, take it and go <laughs> run with it. Like, right? wow, that's amazing, dude. Thanks, man. That's way cool. That's wow, my mind is blown that I like I absolutely know that video and that's you. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Where I was going with that was the down in the dumps part. Mm, yes. <laughs> um discouragement. You know, I talked to so many people. I'm in my last semester at BYU Idaho. Congratulations, man. Um, You're gonna do it. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna oh, get You're gonna there. get that piece of paper. <laughs> absolutely. Right. I struggle with it every day. <laughs> I've I've wanted to drop out so many times oh. to just do this this stuff. I believe it. Um, but with discouragement uh, and being down in the dumps, I talked to so many kids on this campus, at least, that are so discouraged and have no idea what they want to do. And uh, like, what do you do to get over those feelings? Because there's got to be times where you've felt down, like this isn't going to work, uh, mm -hmm. even though that's like your number one goal. How do you just keep pushing through those those hard times? Dude, For like write a song about it. I do that too. Yeah, you know, like write, write a song about what it is that you're going through. Um, I feel like, so I have, so I actually like, I have like depression and for me, I have to like make lists of things, mm -hmm. just the way my mind works in order to like, uh, sort through the BS of life. Like I have to like make lists and try to yeah. tackle things in list form. Um, and through those like lists, I can coach myself out of a, like a funk or like a depression or di being discouraged. Um, but bigger picture, I think, I think you have to keep your end goal in mind Yeah, and realize that for a very, very, very small percentage of the world, their plans work the way that they planned on them happening. Yeah. Um, or that overnight fame happens for them. And even that, like I, I genuinely wouldn't want overnight fame because mm -hmm. it's a flash in the pan and you'll be gone tomorrow. Well, but, there's something special to say about, uh, to note about the journey too, like what it takes to get absolutely. there. Absolutely. Like there's, you, you have to have that root, that like sustainable foundation or base in order to take on new growth. Yeah. And like, if you grow too fast and all of these amazing things happens to you. Um, but you don't have that base, that foundation on, um, you know, what to do when things get hard, the moment things get hard, that tree's falling over. Yeah. Um, and I think that going through that discouragement of those difficult times, it's just, it's a necessary part of the process. The, um, the philosopher 50 cent, yeah. Once said, <laughs> joy, <laughs> joy wouldn't feel so good if it wasn't for pain. No, that was funny. It was just, the, I was laughing at the joke. <laughs> the philosopher. Yeah. The, the philosopher 50 cent once said, joy wouldn't feel so good if it wasn't for pain. Death gotta be easy. Cause life is hard. Um, like it, the, the good times aren't anywhere near as great if you haven't felt those, those lows. And so, yeah, I think the lows just remembering that like, the lows are what is preparing you for the highs. This, this is a, maybe it's a cliche. I don't know. But, um, I, I think like, think of an arrow, mm -hmm. like when life pulls you back, it's getting ready to thrust you forward. And 
that's just kind of the way that I look at it. Like mm-hmm. I'm going through these dumps, this like tough time right now because I have to be ready for the next level of like yeah. greatness, which will come with an even worse discouragement and I got to be ready for it. So mm-hmm. anyway, that's what I think. What are some like big roadblocks that, that you've had on to getting to where you are thus far? Um, I think for me, it has been figuring out how to manage my time between pursuing music, having a family, mm-hmm. maintaining a relationship with my wife all at the same it's time. Balance. Yeah. Balance. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I've been, I've been really fortunate to where this far I haven't had like, like uh, Twitter trolls or like online hate or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I had, it's always been like something like super random. That's like just rolls off the shoulder. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, more seriously, it's been like figuring out that balance. Mm-hmm. So I've had to, and still have to work really hard to make sure that I'm putting as much and if not more attention into my marriage and relationship and being a dad as I do with music. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's currently like where I'm like learning or yeah, yeah trying to grow and get better. Well, it's super cool. I mean, you're here with your wife too and, and I've met her and she seems really down to earth and really supportive, which she is, is awesome. She's so, so, so supportive. And I'm honest with, without that support, there'd be no way. Yeah. There'd be, be absolutely no way that I could do any of the things that we've done so far. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. See, and I like, I'm cause I'm single. Yo, I plug myself there a little bit. Hey, <laughs> yo, my guy, <laughs> yo, look, my guy has a viral video. Okay. <laughs> you need to get his number. Okay. Absolutely. That's funny, man. <laughs> no, it's uh I mean I'm looking for a girl. Let me put it to you this way. Be as supportive as you want your spouse to be. That's yeah, true. Like Annie is amazingly hardworking and has tons of like talent and like aspirations. Um she's an amazing photographer. She has like a blog that she currently runs. Um she's super active What's on the blog? Instagram. We'll plug that too. Oh yeah. Annie <laughs> Annieowarren.com. Annieowarren.com. You guys check it out. But anyway, that's my that's my been married for three years advice. <laughs> <laughs> Not a veteran by any means, but yeah. Yeah. No, that's really, really good advice. Um Let's see here. Making a shift to just to the concerts that you've done and mm-hmm. performances. What have been like your favorite ones or like who have been your favorite people to perform with or collaborate with aside from Nate over here? Yeah. So we've got <laughs> Nate here. Um, Nate is fantastic. So Nate plays guitar for him. He's also my music director uh, when we have like full band and um, he's also a writer and producer. Nate's very talented. Wow. Multifaceted, Nate. Uh, yeah, round of applause for Nate. <laughs> if you guys aren't clapping listening to this, you failed. Just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, so working with Nate is fantastic. On my like team of people, um, I've got Nate, who does all the things that I just mentioned. Uh, Mike McClellan, who is a producer. He's executive produced um, pretty much all my recent stuff. Um, he also plays bass in my band. Um, Chance Clift is a fantastic, uh, audio engineer and producer as well. Uh, he mixes and masters everything to give it that real clean yeah. sound. You know what I mean? Well, and those do sound incredible. I thank I did, you. I thank you. Well, research too. I mean, like, thank Chance. Yeah. Cause <laughs> he's the one that's, that's doing that magic. Um, let's see who else. So I've got in the band, uh, Jake Smith 
who plays drums. He's one of the funniest people that I've ever met in my entire life. Um, and then my man Chi Chow on keys, um, Chad Dingman, who is also an artist. So you guys should look him up, Chi Chow. Um, yeah, he plays keys and is just like crazy, stupid, talented. Mm-hmm. Um, Am I missing anyone in the band? No, that's the whole band. And then other artists that I'm like collaborating with and working with, I work a lot with uh, JTM, mm-hmm. uh, formerly James Mormon, currently JTM. So we're on tour right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, working with James is a ton of fun because we're friends first and then like musicians together. Yeah. And um, so everything is like ridiculously sarcastic. And mm-hmm. almost like if you were to walk into a room of our conversations, you'd probably think like, wow, these guys hate each other, but that's just <laughs> how we show love. Like, that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So working with, working with James is a ton of fun. Yeah. Um, working with I have a friend Najee who is out of Arizona, mm-hmm. who working with him is a ton of fun. A lot of sarcasm. Actually, all of my friends like are unfortunate victims of like my extreme sarcasm so yeah. that's <laughs> tough but anyway yeah I, I don't know yeah yeah but um yeah working with Najee is great Frank Zhu um who is also like way funny but like crazy talented like mm-hmm. I think he's one of one of the best rappers uh who currently lives in the state he's not from he's from Boston but um yeah he's he's crazy good anyway that's awesome yeah. who who's like a, a like someone you really want to collaborate with in the future okay um like so i have two answers one like in the immediate future uh jen blossel Mm -hmm. she is an incredible writer has the most unique voice in the world um so yeah immediate future i would love to work with jen write some music with her um and then bigger picture i would love to work with frank ocean that would be crazy. Yeah. Um, and then I'd also love to work with Kanye West, like on production. I think mm-hmm. he's a production genius. Yeah. Like granted, like he's out here wiling on Twitter and doing all <laughs> sorts of crazy stuff. But like in the studio, Kanye West, I think is uh, unmatched. So yeah, I'd love to work with him. All right. So I, I got a question. All right. So you. They brought in the big guns. Yeah. They're like, yo, here's a real um, So you guys came out with a new t-shirt called, it was invested feelings invested feelings yeah and uh-huh. so i've seen a lot about that what brought that upon like what okay. would give you the idea about that t-shirt yo that's a solid question i love that and i can plug the merch okay yeah <laughs> so um uh, yes we do have so because we're on tour right now um the uh t-shirt for the tour or my t-shirt for the tour is invested feelings and on the front it says invested feelings and on the back it has like tour dates and stuff like that um but invested feelings is a line from my song wait and it basically it within the context of the t-shirt it has multiple meanings um my good friend lauren sleem who runs explore provo uh and also easy money clothing um he designed the shirts and the way that he pitched the design to me was that your fans can have invested feelings like in you or in your music or in your artistry as part of like part of like my mission statement if you will is to like connect people and help people like bridge gaps between uh like race politics whatever it is um and music is a fantastic way to do that and so like invested feelings also can mean like just having invested feelings in someone else, in someone else's success. I once heard a definition of love as being invested in someone else's success. 
and like that's how you show love to somebody um and so i think invested feelings speaks to that like you can have invested feelings in me and my music like and i appreciate that so much um or you can have invested feelings in your family or in your work or in, you know, whatever it is like, um, or your fast food beatboxer. <laughs> your, I mean, like I've, I've certainly got invested feelings in that because that really just like changed my whole outlook on life when he beatboxed into that McDonald's straw. That was crazy. No. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, that, that's where, that's where the shirt comes from. It's a yeah, lyric from the song weight. So are you thinking about maybe when the tour is over, maybe not having the tour dates on there, but just bringing out the merch because I, I, I'll, I'll ask that question a little bit later, but are you thinking about coming out with more merch? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. This is the first, uh, like piece of merchandise that I've created and it's like gone really well so far. I think it's like, again, like Lauren did an amazing job with the design. Um, so yes, absolutely. After the tour is done, we will have just more general merch that isn't like time, or like tour specific um yeah absolutely and we'll have a few different things so you talked about invested feelings and the song weight mm-hmm. and if if you guys haven't went out and heard jay warren sing i would definitely suggest going and hearing that song that's one of my favorite songs about yours appreciate um, that man you can really tell the emotion and so invested feelings um we talked a little bit about falling dreams and stuff mm-hmm. and i feel like that's one key and important thing for us to follow our dreams is you got to invest your feelings in it. Absolutely. If your feelings aren't in it, I feel like you, it's just hard to pursue that. So how, how do you, I don't know how you feel about that. Yeah. I mean like invested, being invested in yourself, in your future, um, is a must. And I think that's probably, that's probably what I mean when I say like jump in, right? Like go all in is that you have to take that, whether it's time, money, energy, um, and invest it in your goals or your plans, or your future, whatever it is that you're pursuing. Um, because if you don't like, where is it going to come from? Like you have to, you have to be invested in that thing. And so actually that's like a super cool way to like think about the shirt. I haven't even thought about that. Um, yeah, like if you're be invested in your like pursuit of whatever it is that you're doing. Absolutely. That's oh, cool. No, I appreciate that. And then there's a hashtag, the hashtag that you brought out into the world. Uh, I believe it was internet mom and dad. The internet's mom and dad. Hashtag the internet's mom and dad. <laughs> I talked to Search Annie that. a little bit about this and she said that you came up with this idea. And so kind yeah. of explain that. What, what, what came upon with that? Okay, the internet's mom and dad. It's like part funny, part serious, as most things probably are. (laughs) Um, So Annie and I use the hashtag, the internet's mom and dad. Um, Initially, people would like comment on our Instagram, like, oh, like we want you, we want you to adopt us and like be our parents. And I was like, you have parents already. Why? Like, (laughs) um, yeah, but Annie and I have a ton of fun um, being a married couple and now being parents. Um, and so, yeah, it just started out kind of as like a joke because people were like, adopt us. Um, but on the more serious <laughs> side, we, um, uh, so Andy and I are both like active in our church and we've always been a part of like the youth groups. And so we're always asked to like volunteer and, um, working with kids like 12 to 18, 17, 18. Um, and 
I think, and especially like growing up, like you have your parents who are integral to your growing up, right? But then you also have like your periphery parents, if you will, whether that's like your best friend's parents or um, like people at church or like a teacher or any other adult that like helps you and you're like coming up. And so we were like, there's a ton of like BS on the internet that like is crap or like garbage, you know, and we would love to show uh, like the real and like the, the happier side of like helping people grow up, I guess. I don't know. Like we just, we just want to be able to let people know that if you need quote unquote, parents like we can be your internet's mom and dad like hit us up at any time if you need support on something like dm us my dms are always open and um yeah that's that's kind of where the internet's mom and dad comes from you know that's gold for a podcast right (laughs) i know right i need we need to go and buy the uh the domain like right now like internet's mom and dad you can tune in your podcast every week All right, babe. Yeah, we're going to have a podcast now. The internet's mom and dad. All right. I looked at you and said, babe. I don't know why, though. Nate's in the room, and I just looked at him and said, babe, but I was talking to Annie. I don't know. I don't know. Nate is like, hey, you know what? It's 2019. Yeah, anything could happen. Um, so I'm actually going to take my mic off so we can pass it to Nate. Cool. Cool. So do you guys have a favorite word? Oh, gosh. Um, favorite word I have like a least favorite word yeah and I was like I've got my, a few least my least favorite word is lanyard <laughs> I hate that word like I don't like the way it sounds I don't like the way it makes me feel lanyard I don't like that word yeah I don't like ointment <laughs> oh that's that's a good one yeah that's a good one not to like and I think it's it's not as much like hearing other people say it as much it is as like me saying it like say that word ointment it, oh yo, gosh. bro like I tell you I feel you. uneducated <laughs> when I say ointment <laughs> I don't know if I have a favorite that's, word though I don't good. know that's a hard one well we could just we could just leave it at our least favorite words <laughs> yeah there you go you've got my least favorite word yeah absolutely uh, favorite TV show right now Oh gosh! Oh, oh, that's Yo. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Shit's Creek, bro. Absolutely, that is a hilarious show. It is very um, good. Netflix. It's a Canadian show, but um, yeah, Shit's Creek is hilarious. It is. It's got a few f words in it for the kids at home. So, so watch out. Yeah, watch for out for that. Yeah, but it Especially gets really if good. Kid is about to turn two and can start listening. And yeah, like you got words. Winston. <laughs> watch out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I got a really pressing question, and I asked mm. Parker about this earlier. But do, do you guys watch football? Football? Yeah, yeah. I like college or NFL yeah, or either. 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 Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, do Nate you f- actually did sound really for BYU football? Yeah, I worked for BYU TV. Dude, that's, that's cool. So, how do you feel? Are punters people too? Yo, are punters okay? Here's well, you seem like you I couldn't do it. So yeah. That's fair. That's true. <laughs> I'm going to say punters are people too, because if I had the like situation to be at practice only like three or four days a week, kick a ball for 25 to 30 minutes and then get paid. And you can't even get tackled. to do Right. And the rules are set up so where they cannot touch you. Yeah. Yo, that that's a, or maybe that's why they're no, those not are the people. smartest people. They're the smartest. No, you're right. People. They are. They're the smartest people because Yo. they have every advantage in the world to being people so shout out to punters yeah man. you guys are out here being people too 
That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last song you listened to. Oh, let me just open my Spotify real quick and see what the last song I listened to was. Wait for it. I hope it's not embarrassing. Um, Mine was Moment. <laughs> mine. Oh, yours was Moment. Oh, yeah. yeah that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine was uh, Going Bad by Meek Mill featuring Drake. Yeah. It's the last song I listened to. The song is fire. It's so, yeah. you gotta do it. Yeah. Oh, I love that song. Favorite social network platform or favorite social media? Twitter. Because I'm savage in real life and Twitter is just like the most sarcastic place on the internet. So Twitter is not safe. It ain't safe. It ain't safe. It ain't safe. It ain't safe. <laughs> um but yeah, I love Twitter because it's mostly just because it's hilarious. What about I'm you? I'm out here on MySpace. Wait, go home. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, go home. <laughs> I, I like Instagram because, yeah, yeah, hit me up. Yo, you can hear my song playing on my profile. Oh, the good old days, man. <laughs> I like Instagram, I think, just because I don't like Twitter because I don't care about other people's opinions or my own opinion. So That's fair. Like, I'd rather just post a picture. A picture has a thousand words. So mine is, I only have an Instagram. I'm not on Twitter, but it's uh, Nate, W-8, so N-A-T-E, W-8. That's Instagram for me. Absolutely. You guys need to check out Nate. He has a beautiful family as well. Um, They're pretty awesome. And all of my Instagram or all my social media is the same handle. It's at J-Y-W-R-R-N, J Warren with no vowels. There was a short stint when like my artist name was that. Just like, yeah, Jawarren. And people didn't know what the heck it was. And I was like, (laughs) "Mm, I got to change this. (laughs) Yeah. So um, yeah, my website is the same thing. Um, Yeah. All my social media at J-Y-W-R-R-N. Cool. Well, I think it's time to jam. And then we'll Yo, be out. Absolutely. Yo, I'm excited about this. Me too. Freestyle rap out here. Yo, I can guarantee you I'm not, but <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I can guarantee you not. That would be a big mistake. All right, y'all, are we just gonna make it a song right now on the spot? Hold on, I need a topic. Like what are we gonna nah bro, we're gonna just go off the top. We're gonna make it a song right now. All right, um, let's do give it. us a topic. Topic. Yeah, give us a topic for a song. Anything. First word that comes to your head, go. Silver. Silver. Oh, that's good. Okay. <laughs> Silver. All right. Yeah. Silver days and silver ways and all the things you say to me, yeah. yeah. I love the way you feel with me and all the things we wanna see until we hit our silver days, yeah.
was sick. That was crazy. I think we should do a real song. For yo, that. silver. <laughs> uh, yo, we literally might turn it turn that into a real song. Yo, yeah, I know. We were making a song. Yo, a song about like <laughs> growing old together, and like you have like silver hair by that time, and then like you're just looking back on. The life you spent together, something like that. Yo, absolutely, bro. You got to get those royalties, bro. Absolutely. Listeners, you just listened music making happen. That was it. Now you're going to see this song on Spotify. Yeah, right? Yo, copyright, Silver Days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that, all that. That's awesome. Well, is there anything else that you for sure want to get on the podcast? Yo, I just want people to know... <laughs> Those are the sarcastic guys. Yeah, I know that's. I was. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, maybe not. no. I don't know, man. I don't. Know. <laughs> I have. Look, thank you guys very much for tuning in. Um, listen to my music. Listen to Nate's music. Subscribe to the podcast. If you're not, if you're just listening, like this is your first time listening. You better be listening to the next one because I can guarantee you it's not necessarily going to be better than mine, but <laughs> it will be really good. It will be really, really, really good. So, no, thank you, man, for having us on. I really appreciate it. Of course. Thank you guys for being here. This is Upbeat with beatboxer, musician, speaker, and show host, Parker K. Subscribe at parkerk.co.